Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Managing your diabetes just got easier. The powerful new Dexcom G7 lets you see your glucose numbers on your compatible watch and phone without finger sticks. And because Dexcom G7 is the most accurate CGM system, you can be confident in your food, exercise, and medication decisions. And all those decisions can lead to big results, like more time in range and lower A1C. Get started at Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Compatibility. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Always follow the, follow the, follow the money. money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Football season, GM Shuffle Podcast, a must listen for every football fan. Former NFL exec Michael Lombardi goes off on players, teams, and coaching decisions every Monday and Thursday throughout the football season. Download and subscribe to the GM Shuffle podcast from VEASAN and DraftKings, wherever you get your podcast. And here he is now, Michael Lombardi, kind enough to join us as he does every Monday at this time. Michael, good morning. Uh, thanks for the time. What was your biggest takeaway from the Eagles 49ers game moving forward the next two weeks into their matchup against the Chiefs? Well, I, I think, you know, the Eagles offensive and defensive lines are the two strengths of the, the teams remaining, and they were dominant yesterday. The Eagles offensive line, you know, they didn't control the game, but they made enough plays in the game. Look, they had 70 plays. They had the ball 37 minutes change, and they only gained 270 yards against the 49ers, which that's not a great day. However, that being said, they did enough to win the game. And I think when you look at what the Chiefs' offensive line was struggling to block Cincinnati, you know, and the Chiefs' defensive line dominated, but I think to me the Eagles' line, the trenches, are too good. I was shocked. I was completely shocked to see that the book would open up the Chiefs as the favorite. The Eagles, mm-hmm. to me, should be the favorite. They are the favorite now, uh, and it's because they're dominant in both lines. Yeah. You got, yeah, you have the health of Kansas City, too. I mean, who knows? Uh, hopefully these guys play, but I mean, there was a mass unit in that game where Kansas City lost all these guys. Yeah, I mean, once they started the receivers, they lost the receivers. And look, let's be honest here. I mean, for all the greatness of 
of the coaching that goes on in Kansas City. They're, they're the most dangerous when Mahomes is moving. Mm-hmm. When he slides right or slides left, not moving in the Josh Allen framework, but moving in the to create open lanes to make those throws. And, you know, obviously I think he'll be healthier. But, look, let's face it, it was an uphill battle the second half to try to find a way to move the football against Cincinnati. I mean, I don't know how – I mean, Cincinnati somewhat – they're able to make a play like the Hubbard fumble. Like how does, how many times have we watched Mahomes? Does he ever make a play like that? Never. Mm -hmm. You know, the ball just slips out of his hand. It's really somewhat remarkable. And I think at the end of the day, what we handicapped during the week was Cincinnati's offensive line was going to have trouble in this game. And that proved to be the case. Yep. I agree with, with, uh, with you, with what you said on the Eagles. I think from top to bottom, they are the better football team here deserve to be favored. But I also think, Michael, and I've seen this on social media, people making the mistake of wanting to go all in on the Eagles based on what happened yesterday. I I don't know what you can take away from yesterday with Philadelphia with what happened uh, to the Niners in that game. Yeah, I I don't think it was a fair fight, right? I mean, it really wasn't a fair fight because let's be clear here. I mean, they didn't have their their quarterback after the first series of the game. I mean, and and then all this conversation, well, you know, Josh Johnson can run the game plan. The guy probably had, I, I would say this, when you have a rookie quarterback, you're not giving the backup very many reps of practice. So let's say he got three reps of team, three two reps of seven on seven. You know, he might have gone into that game with about 15 reps. And the reality of it is, is he probably can't run those plays. So Kyle had to change the game plan to what fit Josh Johnson. And then he loses Josh Johnson, you know? And so that, that made it very difficult. And look, let's face it. I mean, for them to even tie the game at seven, seven, I thought was a miracle, you know, and then they get all those, Mm -hmm. they had seven first downs. They had seven first downs off of penalties. I mean, that's remarkable, right? I mean, how many times does that happen in a game? And they, they, when they went, when they got up 14 to seven, I thought to myself, Kyle would be best suited to just go in at halftime 14 to seven. And the next thing you know, he's down 21 seven. That game was over. Yes. Well, right. Everyone seemed to know it, but Philly and Sirianni's done a great job, but you were going crazy on Twitter. I mean, it, it, they can't throw the ball. You're up 14. Why are you throwing the ball? Why are you running hurts? And why are you snapping it with 20 seconds left on the play clock? You know, and, and this whole notion, well, you have to be aggressive. Olsen's like, well, they're going to keep going and be aggressive. No, your opponent is the clock. Like, that was pretty clear. By the time Josh Johnson exited the game, there was only one way you were going to lose the game, and that's if you gave them the game. You didn't need any more points. You know, I'm always watching a game figuring out, okay, how many points are going to win this game? You know, I thought 27 would win the Chiefs game when I was watching. I thought, so whoever gets to 27 or 28 is winning this game. Obviously, it was 24, but the reality there is you knew you needed to keep scoring. This game, 21-24 was going to be plenty. I had no idea. The game just reduced the game. The Niners were in a four-minute offense. I mean, they were, they were two for eight on third down. They, they couldn't do anything. They couldn't make a play. They had no ability to get the ball to the receivers because they had no quarterback. Yeah, it's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Our guest, former longtime NFL executive, current VSIN host Michael Lombardi, and then take that into what happened into the night game. It's 13-3 Chiefs, Michael. They get the ball back before halftime. What was that series? Oh. The back-to-back-to-back passes. Bengals get the... You're getting the ball at halftime. The, the game could have been over with. What yes. was that? You know, it, it, to me, it's just... I, I, it drives me crazy. And I, and I talked to an ex-coach in the NFL during the games because it drives him more crazy because he taught me how to do it. And, and it's ridiculous. I mean, it's unbelievable. So, first of all, let's go through it. Kansas City gets the ball at 2.22 to go at the end of the half, right? So, they have the ball. 
and they have a really and they know Cincinnati doesn't have it has three timeouts. So not only do you want to go to halftime up thirteen to three, you want to go in there and make sure they don't get the ball back. So naturally, what do they do? They throw three straight passes and they're punting the ball back with two ten. I mean, they punted it with they took twelve seconds off the clock. Yeah, that is a gross misuse of the eight, middle, middle eight. And then, of course, Cincinnati drives it all the way down the field. They're lucky they didn't score a touchdown. They're right. lucky that they ran out of time. They didn't score. And then, of course, the second half, they start the drive with a three and out. Yes. And now, all of a sudden, it's 13 to 13. I mean, it was horrendous, but this is what happens. Andy Reid has never been – he's never been concerned about any of this game situations. He just feels like we're going to score. And he just throws caution to the air. And I think if they manage the game like that against Philadelphia, they won't be close. What did you think of the controversy at the end and how it played out with the calls that went against Cincinnati in the fourth quarter? Look, I, I feel really bad for uh, Asaya, the kid. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he played his tail off. I mean, you know, you're so close to the sideline in such a fast-moving game, you have no idea. I mean, and that's not why they lost the game. They lost the game because they couldn't block Chris Jones. They lost the game because, once again, Zach Taylor refuses to even try to get a running game going. I mean, you know, they go into this game, and they had no ability to run the football. Like, you can't put 45 passes on any quarterback on the road out there. They had 17 rushing attempts in the game. 17. Burrow was their leading rusher with 30 yards. you got to have some balance. you got to find a way to make plays. And, you know, and then when you have a bad offensive line like they do, you got to take some of the heat off of them. So there was a lot of plays that went in that game. And the number one play being the punt return. Yep. I mean, they gave up a punt return on special teams. That 29-yard return was the difference in the game. Yes. Kicked it right down the middle of the field and allowed that return to right happen. Down the middle of- also, yeah, exactly. uh, and you never do that. You no. never do that. You've got to kick the ball out of bounds. There. Yes, you avoid the punt returner, of course. The uh, also, and that's to your point about not running the football. It's second and three, seven minutes to go, tie game. Instead of trying something short or using Mixon, Pirine, whatever, or something underneath, they went back to back bombs away. Michael, it was eventually picked off. But how do you not try to pick up the first down? Take time off the clock. Move the sticks. You're in possession of the ball. It's a tie game. I could not understand that sequence. Well, because we have coaches that don't understand their, what the game is, what's going on in the game. They're so busy looking at their sheets. Like, to me, you and I are sitting there watching the game saying, we can't get the ball back. we got to run this clock down. Let's take our time. We don't want Mahomes coming back with a chance to beat us. But they're so busy running their plays. It's all about what are they in, what coverage are we going to get here, and they treat the fourth quarter like it's the first quarter. And the fourth quarter, if you really are a great head coach, you understand the fourth quarter is a standalone game. The first quarter is about figuring out what the game plan is. The second and the third are about adjustments. The fourth quarter is a standalone game, and you've got to treat it that way. And they never do. Where's Rodgers playing next year? You know, I, I think with all this, when you can read between the lines, it sounds like Green Bay's done with them, and it sounds like he's done with Green Bay. There's yeah. too much leaking going on right now. You know, there's too much leaking going on, and San Fran- and Green Bay seems it like they're upset. I, I would say, you know, it, I would say a team that he feels really comfortable with the offensive coordinator is, and I'm not saying that'll be Nathaniel Hackett, and the skill set and who the head coach is. Will Saturday get the Colts job? No. Okay. No, I think that's done. I think that ship has sailed. I don't think that's going to happen. I, now, look, in the NFL, you never say never. 
But I don't think that, that I, I think he's out of the running. I think that they've come to, they've had their come to Jesus moment, and they realize that if we do this, every high school coach, God bless them all, is available for hire. <laughs> you know, it's set up a fire star. Right. You called this too. Uh, Jerry tells Mike he wants him to coach there as long as Landry did, but then you fire five assistants? Well, I, I think that that was a, that was a, that was almost like a prisoner for prisoner swap exchange. <laughs> Jerry has his guys, Mike McCarthy has his guys. They were changing guys left and right. I mean, this is like a POW camp here. I mean, it was it was bad. But here's the key thing that can't get lost in the site. For all the love that Jerry had for Kellen Moore, I think the realization of if Dak's going to get better, it ain't going to be with Kellen Moore. Yeah. It isn't going to be with Kellen Moore. Now, do you know, could be this could be utopia for me. This could be utopia for me. If <laughs> Kellen Moore, Joyce, who I call Joystick, if he gets the job in the Chargers to go along with Staley, two oh. guys that have no interest in managing the game, no interest in, in situational football, no interest in how to play the game the right way, oh, no. you get those two guys together, unbelievable. And how about this little nugget? How about Herbert going under this for surgery? And he was in that game at the end of the year in Denver. The guy needed surgery on his left shoulder. You know he's going to need surgery at the end of the year, and you're still playing him in that meaningless game. Think about that for a moment. Sure. Yeah. Excellent. Well, well said. Great spot as always, Michael. Thank you for the time. Thanks, guys. Well done. Prisoner swap. Get his show today at noon Eastern yeah. right here on VSIN, yeah. uh, Monday through Friday. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Everyone's the problem but McCarthy. I mean, they let go of yeah. all these assistants. Well, I, this, that's why his analogy is so good. Yeah, and it's, yeah but, and then, but then I want you to be here as long as possible. Actually, that that is a dream scenario. Oh, Brandon Staley and oh, no. Kellen Moore working together hand in hand with the Chargers. Oh, poor Justin Herbert. Yes. Oh God. All right. Uh, we will touch a little bit more on the latest with Aaron Rodgers and how I approach that. Yes, I bet a team to win the Super Bowl next year already. I'll tell you who that is coming up next. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not, gonna, the, not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then those. Never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? See the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. 
Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billie's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da-da-da-da. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Tonight, VSEN has an exclusive look at the first wave of player props from DraftKings. Johnny Avello, the director, joins Femi and Wes at 9.15 p.m. Eastern on Live Bet tonight. They'll reveal the new player props right as they hit the market. Get a head start on all the great Super Bowl prop options tonight here on VSEN. One of the props that they're already offering at DraftKings, any field goal or extra point to hit an upright or crossbar. All right. It's already up. The yeah. yes, pl- it opened yes plus 450, no minus 650. Mm. And I can tell you about a prop that was made at Circa for the Chiefs game yesterday. They put up, will Chad Henney take a snap in I the game? I bet that. I bet that. You bet the yes? Five to one, yeah. Yeah, they opened six. Yep. I think they probably did very well to that prop. Yes. That was a good prop. It was well, a really good prop. Uh, the first time I saw that was the New England-Atlanta Super Bowl uh, with the upright business. But I think Caesars had it priced way too high. And That's it hit. right. Gostowski missed an extra That's point. That's exactly what happened. It was like 11 to 1, 10 got, to 1. And they lost a lot on that, oh, on that buried, prop. Carried out on it. Yeah. Absolutely. So there'll be a lot of – I can't wait for the creativity. And, you know, it's everywhere now. And, and see how many places uh, – what, what they add and, and how creative they get. And even a spot like William Hill. They take requests all year. Yep. Like uh, drive to start inside the five, and how many timeouts will you use? And it's I can't wait. Great I think uh, Jonathan Von Tobel from VEASAN had a really good idea, and I believe the prop was, will anybody go for it on fourth down in their own territory? All right. That's a great idea for a prop. Sure. I would take the yes with these two teams, especially Sirianni. Sirianni? It's a tough game. Sure. It's a tough game. Because you want to say, yeah, there's, I mean, it's 16 and three against 16 and three. They're 16 and one when Hurts starts. Kansas City's won 12 of 13. The loss was by three points. You got to worry about the injuries and, and, the, and the health of the team. Yeah. Uh, but then it's like, well, I mean, both things, like you said, both things can be true. Philly's very good, great O line, great D line, talented roster. NFC was garbage. And then you play the fraud Giants and you get a team where you, you, you don't have a quarterback, you can't throw the ball. For th- two, three quarters. Right. So you weren't even tested. But now you're going against this guy. And how do you go against Mahomes in a big game? So I don't have anyone to throw to. Okay, no problem. Right. I'm going back to the Super Bowl. I can't even move. Who cares? No problem. I win. And the story will be the pass rush as well. With uh, num- both teams, number one and number two in sacks. For sure. And I promise, I'll, I'll get to what I did with Aaron Rodgers in the offseason in the next segment. That's coming up in about 10 minutes. I pro- We were going to do it here. I, pro- I promise we'll do it then. Well, go ahead. No, no, no. no. Because oh. this is, uh, I want to know, because you're holding this oh, right. huge ticket on the Chiefs again to, to win the whole thing. 
the it had cash for what thirty eight thousand. Yeah. Eight thousand dollars. It's less than that though, because I am a partner. Okay. With the guy, I'll have to explain. So, and again, I said this earlier. I was only following the steam and following the money last night. I bet the Eagles at pick them, and because I could tell where the market was going to go on this when it opened up minus two and a half, and it was going that direction. I bet pick them when other books were already showing Eagles minus two. So I took Philly at that point at a pick them price. But I, I do think people out there are making the mistake of saying I'm all in on the Eagles. It's Philly for me or nothing. Fly, Eagles, fly, based on what happened yesterday. And that, to me, is a huge mistake. If you like the Eagles, it's got to be a season-long thing. And how much, like Michael Lombardi said, the lines are going to be the difference here, the O-line and the D-line. I don't think that you can take anything away from their win against the Niners yesterday and say, boy, oh boy, uh, sign me up. I'm going to make a huge bid on Philadelphia. Again, they could play that game a hundred times. I don't think it's played out like that one other time. It was so fluky. The variance in that game alone was absolutely off the charts. The decision for, and we're going to hear from Sirianni here in a second, but the throw to Smith on fourth down when Sirianni went for it, and then Smith gets up, he hurries. The fact that Shanahan didn't challenge that, and then the play that Purdy got hurt, Philly decided to challenge that, and it was a fumble. Purdy getting hurt in general. Bosa getting hurt. What was that with Bosa? That's, I mean, it was so fluky. I know. Everything that happened in the game. So I I don't want to hear about how Philly manhandled San Francisco yesterday and now they're going to do the same thing to KC. That's a mistake. It's a huge mistake. Can't do that. So you brought this up earlier. How can you not tell by the body language on Devontae Smith if you're Kyle Shanahan that you needed to challenge the play? That's all you need to know. Yeah, Here's Nick Sirianni, coach for the Eagles, on Devontae calling for their hurry up after that catch. Football intelligence, like uh, smart players do smart things. And uh, he did a smart thing right there. Uh, he made an unbelievable play. Uh, I don't know if he caught it or not. I haven't seen the TV copy. You got, didn't catch it? Well, then that was even better of a play. And uh, But, yeah, we talk a lot. Situational football is not just third down and red zone in two minutes it's not just those things right it's the situations that happen within the game that particular thing is a situation that happens within the game Devontae's done that in fact the very first game we had here against Atlanta Zach Ertz did the same thing um and again smart players do smart things and we've had a couple of those and uh our guys are you know we talk a lot about it our guys are locked in and uh you know it's a special group of guys okay good job there by the team by Smith by Sirianni to recognize that and also, how about that? He And that wasn't fake, right? That was real. He said in the post-game press conference, oh, wait a second, that was a drop? He didn't catch it? And Shanahan didn't know for sure that he dropped it until they came back from a commercial break, but it's too late. Pro Football Talk, Mike mm-hmm. Florio, calling BS on the claim that the NFL's exp- uh, ex- expedited, expedited yep. yeah, thank you, replay process, didn't see the key angle on the Devontae Smith play. The league office has a, quote, Hawkeye system, which gives it immediate access to all angles captured by the broadcast network. Yeah. That's why it was a bad day for the league. What the hell's going on? You don't have the right replay or angle on a huge play in a title game, and then a ball hits a wire. The wire. And you don't have, well, we didn't have a a view that captured it and gave us proof. We don't have sufficient evidence. What are you talking about? I mean, it's a, it's a circus. How does the ball change its path then? Come on. Like it did. But that's that's the thing with Shanahan. I, I couldn't get the right angle. I couldn't see. that. That's Who cares? The guy who was involved in the play is telling you, I didn't catch the ball. 
because he's saying, come on, guys, hurry up, get to the line and run a play, yep. which they did. You should have just launched the flag from there and thrown it 30 yards. And just it's a big play. It's fourth and three. You're going to get the ball back with decent field position. It leads to seven points. Same thing with Andy Reid and Tony. Tony's telling you I didn't catch the ball. Mm -hmm. Why are you challenging it? And Sirianni listened to his defense. They knew that was a fumble when they hit Purdy. Mm -hmm. They picked it up and they're screaming. Challenge it. That's a play. That's a fumble. That's a fumble. And they got it right. I mean, you got to read the room and just look at the players involved on the play, especially when both of them are wide receivers. They'll tell you what's going on. Yep. Tony looked like a small child who spilled his dinner plate in the kitchen and nobody was around and he right. walked Walking in, back saw with his, his parents. Head down. Yes. And he's like, uh-oh, I don't want my parents yes. to find out about this. Tony knew immediately that was the reaction. I could not believe that Reed decided to challenge that. Right, and there was that a was couple... A poor job of reading the body language. I don't know if it was Wiley who had a horrible day, but there was someone on the offensive line jumping up and down and doing this like he caught it, he caught it. And that might have played in it too. I was like, you can't see. No, you have look no at, idea. Look at Tony. I mean, how about Wiley? He gets... He had the holding call on the Pacheco touchdown called back. I yep. bet Pacheco first touchdown of the game, too. And then he gets the taunting call. I mean, when do you see that? That was a big play. Because it was after, I think they hit Scantling for 30 yards. Yeah. Then they had to they back did. him up. That, they, that's exactly what happened. Off. And so he's doing like the nana-nana boo-boo stuff. Remember that? He's like doing, jumping around. No, he like, was very excitable why yesterday. Would you, you can't get a taunting if you're an offensive lineman in that situation. Come on. I can't believe the Chiefs won the game in regulation still. Oh, I know. With the Bengals having the ball oh. like that. What did you do yesterday then? I bet too much on the Bengals. Uh, but I, it's also, is it a hedge? No, because I thought the Bengals were going to come back and the prices were too high. But I, I was set up to make a, a, a nice, uh, uh, have a nice day if the Bengals won the game because that's that's a dream scenario, right? I, I'm taking 490, 490, 5 to 1, 330, 330. 12, 3.20, 2.10 uh, in play. So if the, if the Bengals won, I mean, you're going to you're gonna scoop a lot there with the in play, mm-hmm. with the money line. Yeah, sure, but of course. Yeah. And so now that didn't cash, but you're still holding this Chiefs ticket, obviously. What yeah, are your plans now against the Eagles? Yeah, uh, wait, wait to get a cheap money line before kickoff on Philadelphia. I think they win the game. You think Philly wins I the game? I think Philly's going to win the game. So... That's uh, remember now. It's that's why I was it was I was also a little bit ticked off that I'm I'm, I'm betting this as well. It's like are, you, are they going to blow? It's it's when it's thirteen to three, and they're at the Cincy forty after the interception. Oh, you must have been screaming. Well, they're going to get the ball at halftime. And Circa had the best numbers in play on the money line. Cincy was plus six thirty at that point. So I'm thinking, my God, I get the, who knows how high this gets. I score here and I'm getting the ball. Yep. But then they go pass, pass, pass. They totally they don't even take spot. it down to the two-minute warning. Yep. Bye-bye. Yep. There goes your 8-1, to 9-1 to one that could have been available. So I mean, as much as we all love football and it's going to stink for seven months when it goes bye-bye after the Super Bowl next week, I thought yesterday was an F. I thought yesterday was one of the worst championships. And I that's partially me, my expectations going in. No way the games could be bad, right? Well, my, And I like Championship Sunday more than I like the Super Bowl. Why are you so strong on it? Because the, the late game was turned out to be fantastic. Just uh, the, Mark, the, 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 the way the, the officials took over at the end of the game. Yeah. Just absolutely brutal. And I, I will do this until I'm dead. I cannot stand it in any sporting event when the officials become a story. I, I've always hated it, and I will never right. not get it out of my system. So up next, a little bit more on Aaron Rodgers and uh, what I decided to do for next year's Super Bowl winner here on Follow the Money.
VSN. Big game means big plans for VSN. VSN will be in the middle of all the action and broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews. We'll break down the game. You don't want to miss any of the coverage. We'll be there. Lombardi line, final countdown, VSN primetime, all live from Radio Row starting next week. VSN.com. Couple of tweets to get to from uh, yesterday's action from Richard. If we learned anything this year in gambling on the NFL, it's, uh, take the opposite. Take the narratives and pull a Costanza. Go with the opposite. For example, like the Eagles. I mean, were they going to be able to run the football in the 49ers? I know, like yards per play, uh, yards per rush, it wasn't great. But when it mattered yesterday around the goal line, the Niners didn't have an answer for the RPOs. The, the Eagles were gashing them in, in big spots. Yeah, uh, they were also again that. And this is from, how about them Niners on Twitter? Watch the replay, Devontae Smith, when he did the tapping of the fist. That's their pre-assigned signal. Yeah. To say that we need to go, we need to hurry up right now. Let's what, move. what was that? Devontae Smith, when he caught, when he didn't catch the ball right. on fourth down, Tap- he did oh, this. okay. And that's their pre-assigned signal. Fellas, let's move right now. Interesting. Yep. But that's, again, that's good coaching, right? That's it is. to be prepared for all these moments. He knew, like, guys, there's a pretty good chance I didn't catch his ball, so let's get up there right now and not give him a chance to watch the replay. Shanahan didn't uh, throw the challenge flag, and then Sirianni's t- guys talked him into it with the, uh, and they knew, with the Purdy fumble, and bam, that was huge. Uh, what other takeaway, too, watching the first half, first, qu- first quarter, first quarter of the Chiefs game? Buffalo, what? Oh, boy. Come on, Buffalo. Boy, oh, boy. Snow or no snow? I mean, bro, they sacked them five times, but it could, I mean, they sacked them back-to-back-to-back plays. Mm-hmm. Buffalo never got close to Nothing. them. Nothing, and they, they did miss Von Miller for sure. Come on. But that was, you have to really take into question the old, old, you know plan of attack that day for the Bills. There's also this from Bob. Thanks you, uh, thank you for reminding us, upstate New York. He said all six games over the past two weekends uh, went under. How about that? And actually, if you go back to the Buccaneers-Cowboys game on Monday night, the missed extra points at the foot of Brett Maher, that's seven straight unders now in the playoffs. Yep. After, what, the first five went over? Yeah. I believe is what that. it was. Yep. How about that? That is something. Yeah. So this report from Tom Pelissero, NFL Network, the Packers made a commitment with Aaron Rodgers to find a trade partner if he indicates a desire to be traded. Green Bay will have, quote, their next plan ready to go, end of quote, in case Rodgers does move on. And uh, like you asked Michael Lombardi this 25 minutes ago now, and he said it just feels like that this is where we're at right now. Good answer. Well, it feels like Green Bay's ready to move on, and Green Bay's ready to turn it over to Love or see what they have or go in a different direction. Yeah. I mean, they they did it with Favre, and now it appears they're going to do it with Rodgers. So and now can, it, you have the perfect storm where you have a desperate New York team and big market and the owner who wants to win it and the owner who feels they're they're close and this will make them a legit contender, and I agree with the Jets. The Jets have to make a move. I don't care. I've heard people say you're going to waste Zach Wilson. Waste what? I can't play. You have to realize that he can't play. Yeah, there's a good chance by watching this kid in his first two years, he's going to be no good. Yeah, and the locker room doesn't like him. Uh, that also affair, came out. The love affair with Mike White, right? That's number one, mm-hmm. and the stuff behind the scenes, and maybe he doesn't work hard, and 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 the comments. But yeah, how much do you give up? That's another discussion. But uh, I'm with you. This would be great for the league if he lands in the number one market, and that that division is so intriguing as well. Uh, if that happens again, he was recently. 
the two-time MVP winner. Yeah. In fact, that was last no. year and the year before. No, you're right. If you're Green Bay and you get a mon- you're a damn fool if you turn it down. You have to. He's got one or two years left. It's a no-brainer at this point. So I, I was looking around last week. Again, I, I bet the Jets 45-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Put down a bet at that number. There's a book in town, the Westgate. They have 25-1. to 1. I talked to uh, the fellas over there. Talked to Jeff Sherman. He's like, and he's spot on. They're a quarterback away. They are a QB away from doing some serious damage and, and you know, being a, a real player. And when the owner yeah. comes out and says this, then that's a pretty good sign. You have to take him for his word that it's like, look, uh, we know that we're close. We know what a Super Bowl or getting there would mean to our fan base. And we, we just we have to go to that length to bring in a quarterback that can get us over the hump. Mitch, they were 7-4 and four with Zach Wilson and Mike White. Yep. They were 7-4. and four. And they had the offensive rookie of the year at the t- uh, Hall, too. Then when Hall got hurt, that hurt their running Think about game. their draft for a second. That's got to be one of the best drafts in recent memory. Hall. Great job. Wilson. And Sauce Gardner. Yep. Just, 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 just those three yep. players, the way they panned out. Yep. There was a home run with every one of them. Yeah, you're right, until Hall got hurt. So they're, they're, yeah, they're going to make the playoffs, and they implode. They lost their last six games. Uh, they, they, Bur- uh, Barrios dropped a game-winning touchdown at Minnesota. They lost by five. They lost by eight against the Bills on the road. That's the game White had the cracked ribs. Yep. They lost by three at home against Detroit. Uh, Zach Wilson had nothing, and that's when the lock, uh, locker room had turned on him. They got beat by uh, Jacksonville. That was, Strevler came in there as well. Oh, yeah. 19-3. to And then they got run out by Seattle, and you play Flacco, and you lose 11-6 to uh, with, with the Miami game. So, I mean, they should have made the playoffs, but you put Aaron Rodgers on that team? Like, remember, they lost the game 10-3. On a they, they should have swept the Patriots. Huh? They lost by five, and they lost 10-3. You think they win those games with Aaron Rodgers? And you know what? This could be like a B-12 shot for the guy. Adrenaline, like Pulp Fiction, right to the yeah. heart. Yeah. Finally going to get away from Green Bay after 19 years. Uh, you know, my, my one real question mark on the Jets would be how it would work with Robert Salah as the head coach. And now they bring in Nathaniel Hackett. Well, they got, that, that's the big but one, Hackett. That's, that, that makes no sense. Why would Hackett do that with the timing? Unless he, you have to know, because this is big for your career and what's going to happen the rest of your mm. stay in the NFL. Unmitigated disaster in Denver. You're just going to hop back in and be a coach. You don't yeah. know who your quarterback is? And make, as we know right now, it's Zach Wilson. Get out of here. Make a number on how many text messages Rodgers and Hackett have had on a burner phone together leading into that decision. They're, they're, they're dead. I mean, they've been in communication. There's no, there's no doubt. Yeah. They've had to have talks. So, so, okay. So chances he's gone. Start with that. Are you certain he's gone? They, they're gonna, they have to do this. I'm the wrong guy to ask because I've been pushing for this for three years now. I think he's gone. I would say 50-50. That's it? Uh, maybe 60-40. Okay. Yeah, I, I don't want to go. It's completely a done deal. How much do you read into the Jameson Williams asking him for his jersey? And I'm, I'm, I'm going to hold on to this one. Hmm. Remember the Sunday night? He also likes to play up to the camera. Yeah, he does. Rogers does. Yeah. And he, he knew how close. That and also walking arm in arm with Randall Cobb off See, out of Lambeau Field. He uh, staged, set up, control. No, but whatever. maybe. Yeah. I mean, put it this way. If, in fact, he moves on, you can look back and say that was huge then. He knew at that yeah. point that he was going to be gone. Yeah. Oh, one, but, more, one more chance to rip Romo. Remember the Kelsey play? The lateral? Yeah. Romo. I've never seen that before. Yeah. Week 18, the Lions did it, Tony. Same, yeah. same play. Uh, but that, Week 18. I, did you ever watch the Boise State game? I know. 
I've never seen that and then, before. And then I think they, it made, just happened. They, they made the comment like he's going to go for a long ways. McKinnon might have scored, I think, or he's made some comment. There were like two defenders back there by the Bengals. He was going to pick up like five more yards. Yeah. Yeah. If not, if not that, New York, then where? I don't, out here? I, well, I would say New okay. York or Las Vegas. This okay. other thing, this Brady to San Francisco stuff. Well, please now, don't do that. Well, Paulie, now that has steam. I know that can't. After what no. happened yesterday? No, come on, it's a fluke. The, the no, guy, no, I'm just saying, like the the. I, I can't believe it. If you believe in narratives, which I mean, you can get lost big time in that crap. But there is an angle now where people are going to push for that, where it's going to be, they're going to trade Trey Lance, get picks for him. Garoppolo's going to be on the move, and. Purdy got hurt, so really to put him over the hump, Brady one last swan song here in his hometown. And then Purdy can back up Brady and take over when he retires. Oh, God. I, I, but who, so no. who's the starting quarterback next year then if it's not Brady in San Francisco? Is it Purdy? Yes. For sure. Or, or the, you have Purdy and Lance compete for the job. And Garoppolo's going to be starting somewhere else. Gar- I don't know where he's going. No, he's gone. I don't or, know where. On a roster somewhere else anyway. Yes, yes. Is Jordan Love starting in Green Bay? Probably. Who's going to be in Tampa? That could be Garoppolo. I don't mm. know. That's a disaster. That, that, that's that's a rough, on the precipice of that, really that being That came bad. out too. All, a, a lot of the guys on Tampa said it felt like Brady was saying goodbye after the playoff mm-hmm. loss. Would you rather see so, Brady in uh, San Francisco or in Las Vegas? Oh, out here. Come on. Absolutely. You don't do anything. The kid won seven games in a row. You don't. You give Purdy a chance. How about we have an off season where Brady and Rodgers go to the AFC? <laughs> oh God! I'm telling you, Lamar Jackson, go to the NFC, man. You got to go somewhere in the NFC. That could happen. I mean, look at. But that's what I would do though too. If they want to give up two number ones for Rodgers, I say hell no. I'll give up another one and get Lamar Jackson because I have the guy for ten years. Rodgers might only stick around for two. Can Lamar play for 10 more? Well, I know. Yeah, yeah. Fair, fair about that. But that's right. This is picking up steam, though. It wasn't just Tom. It was uh, It was also Schefter. Now, this, yeah. this appears. This is now. This is going to happen now. Yeah. And it'll be on the move. I'm a fan of the idea. I'm pulling for it. Have been for a long time. I hope the Packers are sensible enough if that offer's on the table where they have to say yes. The refs working the games yesterday were not the only ones making questionable calls over the weekend. Is there anybody in the world any softer than this group? I'll explain that coming up next. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? My first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. 
Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my dance, <laughs> Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Couple weeks away from Super Sunday, Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, the place to be. You can win up to ten thousand in bonus money by playing their exclusive Bet Rivers Squares. Place ten dollars or more in qualifying bets, you get a square on the house. If your numbers on your square match the final score of the game, you win. Full terms and conditions available. BetRiversSquares.com. To my point earlier of how I'm always going to be bothered by bad officiating, like stay out of the way. We got a response on Twitter today saying, "You're right. You never want to know the official's name. The best." officials or referees in the world, you don't know their names, right? Yep. That's exactly how it should be. And I was in uh, Los Angeles this weekend, and this is my example, right? I'm watching the Lakers-Celtics game. I don't have a penny on the game. I have no action whatsoever. I'm watching it at a bar on Saturday night, and it was to the point of where I, I was like, I had to get up and almost leave the bar because I was so mad <laughs> based on how bad the officials were in the game. And it was all one-sided. Everything was going the Celtics way. And... That's just how I am as a person. Get it right. Don't make the ridiculous calls. And I'm telling you, in real time now we're talking because they have, they, they have this uh, fail-safe that they can lean on, and that's replay to go and get the call right in theory. Two challenges were overturned. The foul on Schroeder was absolutely laughable that put Tatum to the free-throw line, and you saw it in his reaction. They then called a foul on Anthony Davis. Absolutely no contact was made. That was overturned. Another play would have been overturned if a challenge was available. And then the final foul on LeBron that was missed, that probably would have decided the game in regulation. And that's that's yeah. the point of tying it into what happened to Mahomes. I hated that the AFC title game finished that way. But was that a, a flag on Osai? Of course. That's roughing, roughing the passer, late hit, call it whatever you want, unnecessary roughness. And when LeBron's going up with the left hand, you can see it in clear daylight. Tatum comes across... Bam! Slaps him right there on the wrist. Layup is no good. And then LeBron completely lost his cool. I can't believe he wasn't given a technical. 
And then it came to Patrick Beverly. Great. I, I loved it, by the way. It was an unbelievable piece of theater when he brought that camera out to the referee to show it to him. And then how soft is the official to automatically look at him and say, nope, you're teed up, pal. <laughs> yeah. Nobody is softer on the planet than NBA officials. Yeah. You have no spine whatsoever. You never have. And I, I, all of you, horrible at what you do. This is the, the back and forth with the pool reporter. The question, was Beverly assessed a technical foul at the end of regulation? His actions were inappropriate in addressing resentment to a non-call. Another question. It looked like he brought a camera out. Was he trying to show you something? Yes. That was part of his inappropriate actions. Another question. It looked like there was contact on LeBron's drive at the end of regulation. Why was there no foul called? And what did you see there? There was contact at the time during the game. We did not see a foul. The crew missed the play. Yeah. Why would you call the, the tee on Beverly? Because you're weak. And you never want to be shown that you're wrong. And you have no accountability whatsoever. They never have in this sport. And they got away with it again on Saturday night. Le- LeBron was completely over the top. With the theatrics. You thought so? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's still on the ground crying. Well, it, it was, well, it called, it, Davis is right, though. We were robbed. And they the, were. You, you, can't, you can't have it both ways. Well, don't decide the game. Well, you're deciding the game if you don't call that. It's a, you hit, hit him on the arm. Everyone, you could see it. And it's you also, could hear it. It's also LeBron James. I mean, he goes, well, Jordan, you couldn't touch Jordan. You couldn't get close to him. It's a superstar. And he's going to the basket with the game on the line. He gets hacked and you don't call it? The other thing is the, the ego. That's the problem. Yes, it is. A lot of them think they're people are paid to see them. You know, the Joey Crawfords, the, the Scott Fosters. The, this can't happen. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul has said that time and time again. Well, Scott Foster... People pay to see him, right? I mean, these egos on these guys and they, and, and what they, uh, how they call games. Sure. Uh, I love the like, question, by the way. The worst is Major League Baseball, where they throw out the rule book completely. And it's, oh, no, today it's my strike, my strike zone. zone. It's my strike zone. And, and it changes game to game. Buckle in. Whoever's behind the dish. But that is, it's, yeah, it was, it was shameful, disgrace. Davis is right. They were robbed. I hope they don't miss the playoffs or they have to be in the play-in sure. as a result of this because they were robbed. He goes to the free throw line. Now, the other thing, uh, Beverly, what are you doing? Fouling Brown. You're up three. Let him lay it in. Yep. That was stupid. Totally agree. But, I mean, all Bad the calls going there. against him. But you can't even get, for years, it's like, well, superstar treatment, right? Well, it's a superstar. LeBron James, you can't even get the call when it's obvious. And that's my point. In real time, that game had example after example after example of referees blowing almost every single call. And it just so happened to be that the Celtics were getting the benefit of the doubt. Again, I have no dog in the fight. I I don't care who wins the game. I don't have any action. But that part, again, on the question that was brought up by the pool reporter, it looked like he brought a camera out there. Was he trying to show you something? (laughs) Yes, he was. He was proving that I was wrong, and that was inappropriate of him. So we had to team up to begin overtime. Oh, does it drive me nuts? The the shooter foul on on Tatum was just disgusting. Yeah. Can, can Can anyone explain what Charles Barkley is watching, though? Oh, the Lakers stink. The La- oh no, you that I, the Paul, West Paul, is garbage. I'm, I'm totally now in your boat. I, I understand that it's difficult to maybe make some trades. Genie, yeah. I'm begging you. Palinka, I'm begging you. You can win the West this year. Yes, I'm not. This is no joke. I, this is not. I'm not over. What am I overreacting to? Two? They're they're below 500. The West is not that great. You can come out. LeBron is having another like for his age a legendary year. 
And he's going to do this in a Lakers uniform. And Davis is back healthy. Say what you want about Westbrook. He's having a nice year as a six-man off the bench. Shorter, nice player. Yeah, yeah Hachimura. Exactly right. They got Hachimura. Yeah. I added him. That's a nice yeah. start. So go add another piece or two. If you make the playoffs, you can beat anybody in that conference. It's wide open. Yes. Who knows? The Suns might trade Chris Paul. That could happen. Yeah. They might just rebuild because they've been awful too. I mean, that thing's wide open. I mean, you've gone to Milwaukee and won. You should have. You went to Boston. You should have won that game. Oh, by the way, there I mean, was a, that. Along with that pool report, it came out. You know, like the Lakers have been robbed like three times in the last couple of weeks on games at the in the end of spot situation. I think one was against Philadelphia, yeah. and there's another one on there. Yeah, Luca's hurt. I mean, you, you can't exactly beat, right. You can't beat Sacramento if you yeah. face them in the now. Denver's going to be a problem, but that still, it, it, if you, you if it sets up right and it's a war of attrition, we've seen that someone will have a big injury come playoff time or late in the season. I'm not saying go, you, you don't have to go crazy. You can just give up a pick for Bogdanovich or something like sure. that. Gr- Grizzlies got, can be really, really good. But I'm th- we're well, talking. What's know, happened to them now? Yeah, they've lost five yeah. or six. Yeah. The uh, again. So when you look at the odds to win the Western Conference, now what you said about the Nuggets for sure. And here's the part. I mean, that would, if they're the eight seed, for example, they'd have to go to Denver and play four out of seven games. That that's going to be very difficult. And the yeah, Nuggets yeah, are going to. They beat him at home. They blew him out earlier at home, yeah. but it's, yeah, right. And the Nuggets have the best player in the world. Sure. And it didn't but, go well the last time they played the Clippers, but who knows what the Clippers say. Sure. But you you, yeah. you look at some of these, again, on the lower part of that, of the conference odds right now, they, they're not better than the Mavericks potentially, or the Pelicans, or the Suns? No, I would take them. I'd take them against the Suns. I'd take them against the Pelicans. I would take them against the Mavs. Yeah. Here yes. is LeBron James now talking about the referees in that game on Saturday night. It's been building, and that's, I mean, you guys seen some of the games that we've lost this year with late game missed calls. We had an opportunity to literally, you know, win the game. I mean, that's, you know, I had this second one in the last few weeks for myself, you know, against Dallas, had an opportunity to win the game if the foul was called. K9 the other day, um, had an opportunity to tie the game if, you know, the four point play is called, you know, um, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand what, what we're doing. And I watch basketball every single day. I watch these games every single day, and I don't see it happening to nobody else. It's just, it's just weird. Look at his last 13 <laughs> games. Ridiculous. Thanks so, for Sportsnet. Yep. 35 points, 9 rebounds, 8 assists, last 13 games. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to surpass Kareem like this week or early Incredible next run. week. Incredible run. We also owe it to him. He signed the extension. I, I, yeah, you can't way, go out like this. Get I don't some help. I don't. If you could go back in time and ask Lakers brass how LeBron's going to play in what is this his fourth year, 2022, 2023? I don't think they could ever say he's going to play this well at this age, with this many miles on the odometer. Isn't this something? Lakers can't get a call. How, yes. After what? Incredible that yeah, we're no. actually saying that. Uh, 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 David Stern, what's your dream matchup in the finals years ago? Lakers, Lakers. Okay, thanks, yeah. Commissioner. And well, now yeah, the, the thing, they, and then they come out immediately, yeah, we blew the call. Well, what's the penalty for these guys? Again, nothing. If you suck at your job, you got to eat it. You get doc pay, you, you, you got to, you know, something. It's like, oh, well, you blew a call at the side of the game. Okay. I mean, what's the penalty? <laughs> it, it, can't Paul, blow these games. Can't Paul, blow these calls. There's not an ounce of accountability right. ever. It's a, a, a talk. How awesome would that job be? And it's not even a legitimate reporter. It's one poor reporter coming in, a couple questions. I can't even grill them for no, 10 minutes. No, and that's all you get. These guys should at least have to sit down and take their medicine. Mm-hmm. That doesn't happen either. 
And then if you say something and you're critical of officials, you get fined. Then you get fined and maybe suspended for pointing out how awful they are and missed opportunities and blown calls. Sure, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, Up next, more NFL. Former offensive lineman, current analyst Ross Tucker on the show. His early feel for the Super Bowl as the Eagles are a short favorite against the Chiefs. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with Five Good Things, a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today.